Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. to the Rush Hour Morning Show on WGNC AM 1450 101.1 FM. Gastonia Charlotte streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's Tuesday, and yes, we got a ton to cover. Let's get started. So glad that you could join us on this Tuesday morning as, you know, one would think with only one ACC game going on last night and very little college basketball to speak of with any local ties to it, that this would be a slow show, even despite high school basketball playoffs getting started tonight. Who knew? Who knew? Not so fast. We've got plenty to cover. And in this capsule segment, to where we basically go over what transpired overnight last night, we got a lot to cover. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. At some point, we're going to get into the high school basketball schedule for this evening. So there's a lot of intriguing matchups. A lot of teams that are going to go on the road with the opportunity to in someone's season, maybe even do it in upset, upset fashion. And we're going to dive into that throughout the course of today's Rush Hour morning show. So let's go ahead and get this started. Carolina Hurricanes, Charlotte Hornets did not play last night at all. They play tonight. The Hornets are going to be in Milwaukee, winners of five of their last six. Things are going really well for the Hornets. Can they continue against a Milwaukee Bucks team. Certainly find out. The Carolina Hurricanes lost two over the weekend. They're going to Minnesota to take on the Wild. Maybe they can get back on the winning horse. College basketball scores from last night. North Carolina hung on, beat Miami 75-71. North Carolina, the ninth-ranked team in the country. Baylor, 15th-ranked, beat TCU 62-54 last night, and then one game of note that seemed especially intriguing, wanted to bring it up, and the Coastal Athletic Association last night, UNCW in two overtimes loses in Bowie's Creek to the Campbell University Fighting Camels 105-100 in a two-overtime thriller. Fantastic contest for a Monday night. You don't get enough of those on a Monday night. So, 
With that said, we're going to cover high school basketball, as I mentioned, a little bit later on. Middle school's front and center. Now, I'm not going to get to everything that there is to cover as it relates to middle school basketball. Not even going to try. Okay? The reality is there's just too much to cover. It's just all there is to it. So, I'm going to do some now, get as much as I can in this overnight capsule. But then we got to talk about some other stuff. Because Monday was about as good a final day of the regular season as you could get. Literally. There were some games that had absolutely no bearing on the standing whatsoever. Everybody's focus was Southwest and York Chester. Everybody's. And it didn't disappoint. Southwest takes down York Chester yesterday evening on the boys' side, 37 to 36. And that put into motion all sorts of stuff. I mean, it really was a wild, wild day in middle school basketball, especially for that to be the only real game of note. You had three segments on the boys' side when it came to middle school basketball. You had the top three, you had the middle four, you had the bottom three. The bottom three struggled. The middle four, man, that made for a very interesting February. Naturally, the top three rose to the occasion. The other scores from last night look something like this. I'm teasing this out a little bit because there's just plenty of intrigue with this. Southwest girls, they beat York Chester last night. So Southwest actually put themselves on the girls' side 8-2. and two. Their only two losses on the season? Belmont and Holbrook. Bessemer City. 7-3, and three, they're in. Mount Holly, a team that... Belmont played yesterday, had a 6-4 and four season. They're not in. In fact, <laughs> I'm just noticing this now. Every single team in middle school girls basketball took the stair-step path. Holbrook, 10-0. Belmont, 9-1. Southwest, 8-2. So on and so forth all the way down. The last place team went winless. What an incredible and a virtually incredibly predictable girls basketball season in middle school because there was one team that made the playoffs that wasn't necessarily supposed to and they jumped two teams in getting there. The preseason poll was fairly accurate on the girls' side. The boys' side, a complete mess. Two teams got into the playoffs that were not supposed to. One team was the preseason last place team. This is going to be good. 
Yesterday, Belmont beat Mount Holly on both sides. Belmont won 40 to 8 on the boys' side, 39 to 4 on the girls' side. Holbrook, Holbrook concluded their season on a high note. They were one of the four teams to finish 6 and 4. 61 30 over Bessemer City. The Holbrook girls beat Bessemer City in Bessemer City, 50 to 16. Those two teams are going to play again Thursday at Holbrook. Honestly, you can predict a very similar result. Holbrook's the juggernaut. It's just all there is to it. Greer last night, the boys rolled up 73 points in their win last night over Chavis. Now, you hear 73, and you're like, well, that happens all the time. Not in, not in middle school, it doesn't. That's equivalent to a, a college team putting up 100, basically. That's a team that averages over three points per minute. Those guys really like to score the basketball. The Greer girls, they won. The Greer girls were able to finish their year at 500. WC Friday last night against Cramerton, the boys won. They finished their season with three road games. Finished two and one. The loss to Greer. Cramerton's girls, they won. They finished their regular season at four and six. When all of this went down, of course, I was at the Belmont Middle School game last night. As soon as the game came to a conclusion, I'm immediately told uh, we got a final. York Chester beat South, or Southwest beat York Chester. And immediately that put everything into place. Had York Chester won, York Chester would have finished the regular season at seven and three with Stanley. And having the tiebreaker over Stanley would have put themselves in a position where they would have traveled to Belmont to take on the Wildcats. Stanley would have gone to Greer to take on the Knights. And I'm just going to be completely candid with anyone listening. For York, Chester, and Stanley, that would have been two bad matchups. Those two teams do not match up well against what would have been their semifinal opponents. But it didn't matter. When Southwest beat York Chester, it put four teams into a spot of six and four. And that's when Stanley clinched the three spot. And then the calculus happened. Who gets in? Are they going to draw straws? What's going to happen? So it turns out, I got my wish out of this. They didn't have to draw straws. Everything took care of itself on the floor. And ultimately, it came down to a game on January the 29th, the very early part of the season, where WC Friday beat Southwest 39-32. to And effectively, that was the game 
They got WC Friday in. The preseason last place team on the boys' poll got them into the playoffs. Nathan Sherrill, the head coach of WC Friday Middle School, who, in my mind, could easily be, if he's not, and I don't even know that they have this award, if there is a coach of the year in middle school basketball for the boys, in my mind, Nathan Sherrill is it. If not, he's a close second, and you can take your pick with either Brandon Messick or Pat Sumner or Alec Hudson. Alec Hudson came in, and they ran the table. Brandon Messick, arguably, came out of nowhere with this club and put together a phenomenal team. But Nathan Sherrill took a team that, according to everybody that follows this stuff, coaches, so on and so forth, that was the worst team on the boys' side. Nathan Sherrill said, not so fast. Six and four, they get in with a January 29 win over Southwest. So this is what it sets up. Thursday, WC Friday's going to go to Greer. It's a tough matchup. Look, when I said it was a bad matchup for York Chester, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, or I should say a bad matchup for Stanley at Greer. Don't worry. It's a, it's a tough matchup for WC Friday also. Let's not kid ourselves. Going into Greer at a semifinal is going to be very difficult for anybody in this county. No one envies WC Friday at this point, except the teams that didn't get in at 6-4. and four. They definitely envy WC Friday right now. The other semifinal game, how about this, Black Thursday. Stanley Belmont, book it. If what I saw last Thursday in Stanley looks anything like this Thursday in Belmont, oh, mama. Look, I, I, whatever the apparatus is, you need to get on the horn and call Belmont Middle School or, or do something. Get your tickets immediately. You're not getting them at the door, folks. Sorry. You're not getting them at the door. You're not going to casually stroll up at 4.15 on Thursday and say, yes, I'd like two tickets to the game. They're like, uh, you're going to have to go to another game. We don't have any. Ain't going to happen. It is going to be something unlike anything you've seen this year in middle school basketball. It is exactly what this show has been building toward from the first time we really started picking up the mantle of middle school basketball. And it's just the semifinals. I'm so excited, and it's just Tuesday. Tell you what else I'm excited about. This morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show at 7.40, Andrew Fan, boys basketball coach at Kings Mountain, his club is home tonight against Northwest Cabarrus. At 8 o'clock, Darren Dellinger. He's on his Ashbrook Green Wave Club 
hosting Concord tonight. And then at 8.20, Niner Brad. We're going to break down the 49ers. It's tough times for the 49ers, even though it's one week, folks. Don't jump ship. We're going to talk some high school basketball, and we're going to go back to what happened on Saturday between Wake Forest and Duke. What's the right answer? Talking about the court storming incident that had Kyle Filipowski get injured to some degree after the game was over or at the horn. That's part of the debate. If court storming is part of the culture of college basketball, how do we make it safer for all the players? Especially the visiting team. Because that's a tough situation. We're going to cover all that today with Niner Brad. We're also going to break down some of these high school games, and we're going to dive more into this high school stuff. It is too much stuff to talk about on the middle school basketball side to put it in just one segment. So we're going to roll it out continually today on this Tuesday morning. We thank you for tuning in. We'll be back in just a bit on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's...
let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Long invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. Welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450 WGNC on this Tuesday morning. Man, we got a lot to cover. I mean, a lot to cover. And with that said, um, if we're going to cover it, uh, we got to hit this music. So let's get it. Corky Franks, good morning. What's up, baby? How you been? Man, good. How about you? Not too bad. Do a little math over here. You've been doing math too, huh? Yeah, I've been working on it, you know. Okay. Two plus two is four. Yep. I, got, I got that part down, Pat. Yeah. Let's see here. Carry the one. Do you carry the one? Only, eight, nine, when, ten. only when you got more That's than 11, ten. 18, 19. Okay. Yesterday we needed 100. 64 downloads to hit 5,000 podcast downloads for the month. Which is a big deal for this show. Oh, yeah, it is. Because, let's be honest, I mean, I can reach, listen, I can reach right here in the drawer, right? Pull out the stat sheets mm-hmm. from a year ago. Yep. Where, uh, listen, I, I should have had this ready. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe I should have some show notes from time to time, too. But that ain't happening. <laughs> so why would I have this ready? Let's see here. Brian, let's see. First week of the show. I'm looking. I'm looking, baby. Is there somewhere? Well, I'm, I'm looking for the lowest number. You, you can look for everything you want to look for. Can't There's one it. thing you can't find, and that's a month that we've had 5,000 podcast downloads. I until, can find it. I can find it now. Yeah, it's the one on the top. 300 downloads yesterday. Yep. And there you have it. 5120 no over that 5139 right now baby ain't no crickets ain't no crickets oh, no, there the, the crickets are cheering too oh okay <laughs> okay no no they're like they're cicada bugs yeah yeah we got yeah. yeah we got cicada swarming i mean they're listening to the show the things be out there sawing their legs off middle of the springtime i'm trying to find the i don't know what happened to it First month of the show. I don't know what happened to it. I, I got to be honest with you. I, I I don't know that I would have ever here's where we imagined to, that. Here's where we uh, better. T- hold on. Who's this? 
Wait a minute. Hold on. Dude, try to interrupt my segment. Better talk about uh, my nine and one girls. Get out of here. How about you oh, coming? How about you coming to I studio? I know who that is. How about you coming to studio and you talk about them? How about that? <laughs> how about that, G? Talk about his nine and one girls. Talk about you going to the woodshed the other night, getting called out yesterday by Coach Summers. You and the Doc getting called out, by the way. You and the you and the Doc. I'm gonna tell you something. I was the Doc there yesterday. Yes. Was he? What's that guy look like? You got a picture of him? Dude, really? G, tell what? G. What? <laughs> what? All right, G, I know you're listening, right? Look, I, I want to dispel a rumor right now. All right. Despite what you may think, I don't go around carrying random photos of dudes on my phone. I do. Okay, that's awesome. You do you, okay? That's not me. Look. G, tell that dude to text me a, a selfie or something. <laughs> Send him my number. This I want to see what he looks like. Uh, no shot. What's this dude's name again? No What's what? Let's see. Belmont Middle Principal. Let's see. Let's see what his name is. Look in here. Can you think about what you just asked me? Josh Bromley. Is that him? I, I guess. I mean, is this him right here? You got to turn that computer around. This guy. I don't know. I can't see. He looks like a promoter. He don't look like no doctor. Look at that guy. No, that's him. Is that him? Yeah. He looks like he could be over there uh, promoting the, the Daytona 500 or something. Uh, look I'll at tell him. You, I'll tell you something he is promoting. What's he promoting? Some more speakers for Thursday. Uh, is he? Because I'm telling you right He's now. He's a good looking guy. I'm telling you right now. No, hold on. Let me zoom in on we, this dude. We need. Yeah, look at it. We need more cowbell up in the joint on Thursday. You need to get this guy on the show. I think we could probably make that happen. Is he a good talker? I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, how bad did uh, how <laughs> there's uh, Miss Clement? She's great. She wanted to. Uh, oh, she's Gaston County Teacher of the Year. What about that? Learn something new when you turn on the Google machine, don't you? Yes. Hey, what was the score when Belmont uh, got beat by Holbrook? Just a two point game, three point game. Girls. Oh, oh, oh. That's close, wasn't it? It was a close game. Yeah. I. I, I it might have been two possessions, maybe. Yeah, it was a it was a close game. I was it I, was it was it was nip and tuck from the start to the finish. Okay. Yes. How was that crowd yesterday? They amped up. Uh, the the crowd was okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, the crowd was okay. I mean, again, there wasn't a lot to play for. There was nothing to play for as far as Mount Holly was concerned. Both teams were out of con out of contention. Even though I got to throw some flowers to Daniel Poole's direction. Daniel Poole comes into a situation his first year at Mount Holly after leading the Highland Tech volleyball team to a significant record and a great season. All of a sudden, he, he takes over the reins of the Mount Holly girls basketball team and goes six and four. You I mean, that's, you, that's incredible. You, you hooked up over there? You, um, you connected? I am not connected. I've got line five up. Oh, do you? I do. All right, hold on a minute. Turn I, that thing up. I, I, I just told you I did. Let's see if it's – I ain't even going to tell him we call him. Let's see. If he starts cussing on there, that's on him. <laughs> you better not be cussing, cuss. <laughs> hey, just, just in case. 
Yeah, that was just in just, case. Just in case. What's up, baby? I, I know the drill. Good morning, guys. How What's are y'all? I, I, Not much. I, I didn't think we would see you out this early in the morning. Yeah, I I could I I couldn't sleep last night. Now I've got um visions of playoffs in my head, so I'm I found myself awake about two AM last night thinking about girls basketball, so I I just went ahead and got up and got moving today. You better get up there and do that bag check on all them hooligans you got at Belmont Middle. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that still baffles that, that still baffles me when you told me that last year. Baffles me. Yeah. Doc's in charge. He'll he'll check all the bags. Brian, great lead in, great lead in for the boys. This that first twenty minutes, that was great. Um, the boys' season, I've never, I've never been a part of something that was so up in the air right until the last minute. I mean, we knew we all knew Greer was going to get in, and they were going to be the solid one. But after that, everything was really up in the air, and um, a lot of it based on last night's game. So that was that was interesting, and then uh, I think you covered it really well this morning. Well, I'm not, I'm not even done. See, here's here's what we haven't even announced yet. Okay, Mr. Corky Franks and myself, we're hanging around afterwards. We're going to do a Rush Hour morning show podcast exclusive to where we're going to break down how all of this went down in the scheduling that caused a four-way tie for the final playoff spot and how WC Friday got it. I'm going to break down Every single important game amongst those four teams. And then I'm going to give everyone a number that they're going to need to keep in mind on Thursday when Stanley and Belmont face off against each other. It's a fascinating deep dive that I did on the numbers when I was getting up early this morning because I had to think about all this stuff. What about that, yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad it didn't come down to drawing straws. That's just, I mean. Me too. I, I don't. I'm not critical of the process. I just I hate when somebody gets left out that deserves to get in just because of chance. But you know that's just the way it is. We don't have enough time to do a, a you know a sudden death playoff type game or a, a you know anything like that. So I'm just glad it. You know I hate it for Yorkchester. I know they were heartbroken. They lost in the last 10 seconds. They were up by they were up by two with ten seconds to go, and Southwest drove, hit the layup, and and made the and one, and that was the game. So I'm sure they were crushed, but at the same time, I mean, at least it was settled on the court and not in some boardroom with numbers on a piece of paper. You know who the most excited group is in the county right now? You hear me, G? Uh, yeah, I hear you. I'm trying. Uh, I mean, you're probably going to differ on this, but you go ahead. Uh, the people in the county office. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's who. <laughs> yeah. But they still out, uh, now, they, they're still out celebrating. Ain't nobody coming in today. Right. Now Brian <laughs> will tell you. Brian will tell you yesterday, you know, the game for the boys was lopsided and our boys kind of went through the motions a little bit. I think they kind of knew they had that game in the bag, but when they found out that Stanley was coming to Belmont on Thursday, the energy jumped up about a hunt uh, to a hundred because our boys want another crack at Stanley. And, uh, I can't wait. I already talked to coach Radford, their AD. I said, bring your, bring everybody in that town, bring the cheerleaders, bring the fire department, bring them all baby. Cause I'm going to make some money and, uh, <laughs> hopefully we're going to put on a good show. 
Well, no, I mean, when the news broke out, I, I literally felt like Tom Brokaw for the first time in my life. I was like, this news is going to hit, and it is going to change the vibe in this gymnasium. And as soon as I yeah. dropped it, it changed the vibe in the entire gymnasium. It was a completely yeah, different up, energy. I'm, I'm picking up trash at the end and Brian's packing up and, you know, everybody's shaking hands and kind of filled. And I bet nine people asked me, who are we playing? Who are we playing? And of course, uh, you know, I, co uh, I, I text coach Huffstetler over at York Chester and said, you know, how'd y'all do? And uh, unfortunately for him, he had to give me the bad news, but at least that told us who we were playing. So that's, um, it's, it's going to be Thursday's going to be wild because we're going to have the girls game against uh southwest first correct and, and then they'll and then we'll have a, no, a whole nother fan base and i'm telling you that stanley that whole town if you go rob a bank in stanley thursday be the time to do it <laughs> i think the whole town i think the whole town's gonna be here well i mean there's look belmont north carolina becomes the epicenter of basketball in gaston county on thursday afternoon because you've got yep. two important playoff games taking place back to back in that gymnasium, it's going to be off the charts. Gee, is this not how it's supposed to be, really? I mean, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, I, I'm, I'm so happy that both of our teams are hosting playoff games. And, and this is something else that was really cool. Friday, we kind of had a shoot around because Coach Sumner had to go out of town. I had a, I had a couple of girls that had to go uh, out of town for other reasons. So we ended up having a boys and a girls practice together. And we just and they they really gelled and and it was fun. I think the kids really enjoyed practicing with each other and the camaraderie was really high. And now that we get to host a playoff game, you know, two playoff games at home where they can cheer for one another, um, I, I love it. I think it couldn't have happened any better for us. Um, the only thing would be better is if we both are holding up trophies at the end of the year. Well, you know, you know, look at WC Friday, the journey they've had this year. Is that not great? Is that not great what those guys yeah. are doing over there? It's really good, man. It's good for it's good for uh, it's good for basketball, middle school basketball, boys, girls. It's good for everybody. Absolutely, and you know, you hear the word in college sports all the time and pros about parity. Well, I think the boys' season had a lot of parity this year because up really until last night, there were there were six teams that were still, you know, in the mix for a playoff spot, which is you know. Right. Yeah, there were, I, I there were more questions than answered. You know, there were more questions than answers going up to 530 last night. Hey, listen, when you see Chad Duncan on Thursday, tell him Brian and I yep. want to tell him Brian and I want a percentage of these playoff gates because I know we're selling tickets. We're doing our job. <laughs> tell him to cut us Absolutely. in. Absolutely. <laughs> now, well, he'll probably be here Thursday, Corky. You need to come. come uh, he don't want to talk, talk to me. He'll take, off and, he'll take off and go the other way when he sees <laughs> easy, easy. Hey, G, for real, I, I got two things that we, that we got to talk about. First of all, uh, we got to make sure that we try to get as much volume in that joint as far as speakers as possible for Thursday. Also, uh, you want to make sure that you've got at least one other security person there. Big Mike? When Maybe, maybe when the mayor of Stanley rolls into town. Because, and you know who I mean by the mayor of Stanley, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, when, yeah. That, when that kid rolls into town, he's going to need his own detail. So just make it's, sure that he's ready to it's go. Funny cause, it's funny because some of my some of the girls on my team were asking him who he was. Uh -oh. I don't know if I like that or not. 
That's some of the kids. Got, he's going to get a private uh, escort. Now, hold on. How did you know that I was talking about the, may, the mayor of Stanley and, who, and Bryson Summit? I know who he is. That's some of the kids going to get oh, a private know, escort so. down here. Be in a I, got a few, I, got a few, I got a few girls on my team that were that were chatting him up or, or asking questions. So, I, I know what that means. I don't. They need to wait on that stuff till after the season. You they to, don't need to be. You're trying to soften him up. Keep going, G. You're trying to soften him up. Make him come in and get like six points instead of 30. <laughs> yeah, I'm guys. worried about my girls right now. They got to keep their eye on the ball, not some not some cute dude from Stanley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll have that. G, thank you for spending a little time with us this morning. We've we've got such a massive day, and 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 I'm not I'm not joking when I say we're having a rush hour morning exclusive podcast segment that we're going to be putting out a little bit later on today. So be checking that out. Well, I can't wait to hang up and listen to you talk about how great my girls played last night. We ain't talking about them no more. See okay. ya. Well, Bye. We'll, we'll, we'll drop that. We'll drop that in our conversation with Andrew Fan coming here in just a little bit as we return in just a moment on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. 
Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit, because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Tuesday morning. Let's go ahead and pull up line five and bring on the head boys basketball coach at Kings Mountain High School, Andrew Fan. Coach, good morning. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me back, guys. Well, it's it's fantastic having you on. Uh, you know, you take a look at what your Kings Mountain basketball team has done this season, obviously getting to the Big South Championship Losing the game Friday night to Hunter Huss, but now you're able to refocus and get yourselves into playoff mode as you're hosting a first-round playoff game coming up tonight as you guys are going to be taking on Northwest Cabarrus. Would love to get some of your initial thoughts. Yeah, uh, but before, can we just talk about Coach G and the Belmont Middle School girls team? I mean, <laughs> we. I think you should have just an exclusive podcast just for – that story yeah not even just the playoffs yeah you, you know you're you're probably right and and I, I heard your statement off air before we came back on that he is in fact a leader of girls and so therefore you know yeah I I, I think you're right we're probably on to something there I think coach G probably deserves his own mini series coach are you not are you not, yeah I agree are you not mesmerized by the job that coach G does not not only is he the athletic director and, you know, not only does he wash all the jerseys and pick up all the trash, he, he's leading those girls. Isn't that something? He's just so amazing. I know. I mean, let's give him some kind of award. I mean, Rush Hour needs to do a yeah. yearly award the, for just, you the, know. The Rush Hour man, best all man around of the year. Coach, man of the year. Matter of fact, let's not even talk about your boys. Let's just spend the whole segment talking about his girls. How about that? I'll tell you what. No, that, that's where <laughs> – <laughs> that that's where I draw the line right there. No, 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 no. He he can get his own segment later. We'll we'll talk to him at that point. I I definitely want to talk to Andrew Fan this morning, Coach. You know, you had a game on Friday night, and again, when we talked about this with Hunter Huss, the Hunter Huss run that they went through in the Big South Conference, hosting South Point, going on the road and beating Crest, going on the road and beating Kings Mountain. That is a real solid primer for exactly what playoff basketball looks like. From your perspective, you guys were able to get something very similar. You played Ashbrook, and then you played Hunter Huss on back-to-back -back nights. You know, the beautiful thing, in, if there is a beautiful thing at all in losing to Kings Mountain, or in losing to Hunter Huss for Kings Mountain, is that game didn't take you out of the playoff picture. You guys knew that you were going to be in the playoff picture. You guys knew that you were likely going to get at least one home game, and so it stands right now that you yep. guys are in great position for all of that. But those types of games really put your club 
under the spotlight, under the you know, into the crucible, if you will. Explain to me the importance of playing those high caliber games and how they will make you better beginning tonight. Uh, yeah, we we feel really prepared for the playoffs. Um, we uh, had won ten straight games going into that uh, championship game the other night, and Coach Phillips had that team ready to go, and it was, you know, going to take a. Um, Herculean effort in the fourth quarter for us to overcome some things. They hit some shots and just were, you know, playing hard 200%. And, uh, you know, they deserve to win that game. But uh, I think it, you know, helped us refocus. We had a really good practice yesterday. And just the environment, uh, going over the numbers yesterday, there was over a 1,000 people uh, that uh, bought tickets to that game. And so, I mean, it was it was packed. It was an environment that, you know, a lot of people won't get to play in uh, in high school. And so I was really happy for everyone that showed up and came out and supported both teams. It was a just a great environment and, you know, perfect situation to prepare us for the playoffs with a quick turnaround here. Well, and, you know, you mentioned a good day of practice yesterday, and I'm certainly glad to hear that. Was there a situation on Friday night after losing the game to Huss? I mean, was it a circumstance to where you guys were able to basically just shake that one off? Did your guys really carry that emotional weight at all during the weekend, or did they seem to move on and properly file that game away? Um, we definitely, you know, as a, as a team were, you know, you know, it, it, it honestly hurt a little bit, you know, not to win it. But at the end of the day, we, you know, we did file it away, and you could tell the guys were more motivated than ever uh, to get back on the court, and I'm glad we, you know, didn't have to wait much longer, and we're ready to go tonight. So um, I think I think it's a good situation um, if you you know are going to lose and you learn from it and can find you know the positives in it. It's refocused us for the playoffs, which is our main primary goal here to go on a run and compete for a state championship. And I think that we uh, have the ability to do that, and it all starts tonight, uh, taking one game at a time versus Northwest. Uh, Northwest Cabarrus, the opponent tonight in Kings Mountain. Uh, Coach, your club drew an 11 seed, which means you're going to be taking on the 22 seed in Northwest Cabarrus. And this is a situation to where, you know, as it turns out, you're going you're gonna to play, and if you guys are able to advance, you're going to move on, and, and, and everything is round to round. This truly is the point to where you can only take it one game at a time because – Coach, you don't even necessarily know who your opponent's going to be. You could speculate all day long, but there are going to be upsets that are going to be rife in this state playoff. From your perspective, is it easier in this situation to get the guys to focus on today's daily task, or do you end up having to walk the line of – is there anything to where you're having to work with your guys and get them to understand we're not looking ahead in the bracket you don't need to do any sort of gazing as to what's going to happen in the next rounds. We're taking care of it solely tonight. Uh, we're definitely really taking it one game at a time with so much up in the air. I mean, last year we were a 24 seed, went on the road and beat West Henderson. Um, and, you know, with the way the state does the playoffs and the RPIs and everything – you're definitely going to see upsets just with how, you know, all conference champs get a number one seed. And there's some really good teams that didn't win their conference. They get in that large bid. So 
there's going to be those upsets. So you can never really bank on anyone, um, especially with how strong 3A basketball is this year of getting through that first round. So we're definitely taking it one game at a time. Like I said, our that loss Friday has really motivated us to come out and be focused to uh, take care of business tonight. Coach Andrew Fan here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, let me ask you this. Something that you guys may not have necessarily done on Friday that you absolutely have to do tonight to give yourself your best chance at beating Northwest Cabarrus. Is there one or two things that you can think of? Yeah, um, our um... – our on-the-ball defense and rebounding, we got to improve that tonight. We uh, we got beat on the boards by Huss the other night and uh, had some breakdowns defensively, but we worked on those yesterday, and I feel good where we're, where we're at on that. Uh, and then offensively, just, you know, we, you know, need to hit some shots. Uh, we had open opportunities and open looks last game, just couldn't put them in, and Huss, uh, for them, fortunately, was able to. So uh, we do those things we should be all right well certainly i know one of the things that we've talked about on this show and it's something that coaches talk about widely is winning games on the road so incredibly difficult to do and i would even i would even venture to say that it's more difficult to do it at the high school level than it is even at the college level strictly because of the fact of the unfamiliarity of the environment the reality is that gyms People think, well, it's a gym. They're all the same. No, they're not all the same. Paint schemes are different. Mm -hmm. The way the floors are laid out different. The way the stands look is different. The capacity is different. I mean, you've got some really large gymnasiums. You've got some really small ones. How difficult is it to go on the road like you guys were able to do last year, head up into the mountains and get a first-round win? How difficult is it to travel during state playoff time at the high school level and win games on the road? Uh, it definitely, you know, uh, can be uh, challenging, uh, especially for these young men to understand, you know, when we're going to these places and if we are fortunate enough to get time on the court beforehand or in a practice gym at these um, away facilities to, you know, really, really make sure they get as many reps and quality reps in as possible. But, uh, the the thing is now, just in general, at home or on the road, uh, not just the gyms, just the teams you're playing. All the bad, all the bad teams, or you know, the teams that are not that good are at home. Every team that makes the playoffs under this system um, can you know make some noise. So when you're going on the road and you know that you know you're playing a conference champion or a team that played in a tough league, you know, just that fact outside of the gym environment is um, challenging. So anytime you can do that, it really speaks to, um, you know, your program and your kids. Cause that it definitely can be a challenge when you go to gyms with, you know, different things behind the goals or big tall ceilings. It just, just really depends, but it definitely, it definitely can have an effect. Okay. From your perspective, not necessarily wanting you to focus round around, but, Overall, you just mentioned high ceilings. How high is the ceiling for this Kings Mountain Club in the playoffs? What's the reality? What what could you see your club doing if you were being honest with everyone listening right now? Um, I think that we could uh, make a run at regionals. Um, 
if we do what we're supposed to and play to our abilities, like you're saying, um, I see that the Mountaineers, we could be playing in a third, fourth round playoff game here in the next couple of weeks with, uh, you know, a lot on the line. And uh, that I think that'd be a really big step for our program and taking momentum into next year. Uh, but uh, we'll see. We got to, you know, take it one game at a time. But I do think we can get on a, a, a roll here and get back to our winning ways. All right, Coach. Game time, 7 o'clock tonight. I know at some point today you're going to get your kids together, get them excited, get them fired up. Can, can you take Brian and I and the listeners into the conversation that you're going to have later on today with your kids to get them ready? Yeah. Um, uh, most games, you know, uh, we talk about, you know, the other team's going to do this, other team's going to do that. But at the end of the day, it's about what we can do, what we can control, uh, trusting each other, playing together, playing for each other. And, you know, going out there and enjoying it when, when we do, we play our best when we're loose and, you know, having a good time and the ball is getting shared and people are, you know, you know, doing things, taking charges, uh, you know, cheering on their teammates. So it's really, you know, a focus about what we can control and doing what we do and have put in time to uh, put ourselves in a position to uh, win basketball games. Andrew Fan, we thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning. We'll definitely be in touch with you as your club makes this run. We wish you all the best tonight against Northwest Cabarrus, and hopefully we're talking about that high ceiling and that protracted run yeah. for the Kings Mountain Mountaineers moving forward in the state playoff. Coach, best of luck tonight. We'll catch you real soon. Yeah, I appreciate it. I don't know if the ceiling's as high as Belmont uh, Middle Girls basketball, <laughs> but it's pretty high. <laughs> That is the line of the day. Coach, thank you. Have a great one. We'll yeah, catch up with you later. Have a good one, boys. <laughs> and Andrew Fan wins the first hour. Hey, look, man, you look at you, you look at the brackets, okay? Not taking anything away from anybody, but you look at the at the brackets. Uh, I think those guys have a good opportunity to go several rounds deep into the playoffs. I really do. They have a it looks to me like a favorable bracket. Like coach said, Brian, and you and I talked about this during football season. You know, the top, the top, the winner of the conference gets the number one seed. Well, that don't mean you can beat Kings Mountain or Hunter Huss right. or Ashbrook. There are conference champions, and then there are conference champions. Yeah, absolutely. And if you came out of the meat grinder of the Big South Conference going to the championship game there, you've proved you can play at a high level in high school basketball. Or football or baseball. Certainly, certainly. I think the, the Big South has that clout. But I think if there was any question about it as it relates to basketball, it was certainly proven when you've got some really good teams in this league that could do a lot of damage going into the 3A playoffs. They have a really good shot to making it to the third round, at least a really good shot. Well, we'll be talking more about that in Hour 2. What we'll also be doing when we start Hour 2 is talking to Darren Dellinger, the head basketball coach at Ashbrook High School. All that as we continue on. This Tuesday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, 
Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.